0: everybody welcome to the new media show of course i've got my co-host uh, typing away on his uh computer trying to send out a tweet letting nobody were live <laughs> hey rob welcome
1: to the show it's great to be be back on the show Todd. it's always great to do this show we've been doing this show i don't know how many years now it's over 10. It been it's
0: eight i think it's over 10 at this point i will have to go back and look yeah it's a long time
1: almost every saturday right
0: <laughs> yeah almost i i I was, uh, putting together a TV stand when you texted me at ten thirty this morning, said, are we doing the show?
1: <laughs> it just tells you yeah. how, uh, how prepared we are. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I've, uh, since I went to CES this year, I, um, I made a decision to do interviews a little bit differently. I, I went and made contacts and I've got a, you know, stack of business cards really, you know, about that thick. <laughs> and right. uh all these companies now, when I told them what I was going to do, they're all like email me, "Hey, we want to get involved on this. We're sending you stuff so I get this pie I'm getting this pile of you know gear, some of it that has to come go back in thirty oh. days, and I'm thinking, i'm not oh. ready to start doing these interviews the way I told them because right. I had to transform the demo room, which is over there, uh-huh. so I've had to order a computer, a monitor. <laughs> actually two, two monitors, um, some stuff from new tech. So I could run another digital IP thing, you know? So it's just like, I'm thinking, I didn't realize that going to this new format was going to cost me 1500 bucks to get it set up, to do it,
1: to actually follow through on <laughs> to it, right? follow sure.
0: through. Right. And I'm like, you know, and I, and I really, I kind of knew in my head I was going to have to do this anyway, but it's yeah. just one of those things where you're now, you know, you're starting to like, dig through your cable boxes and you're like, Oh, I need two of those cables. I don't have them. You have to order them, you know? So between now and Monday, I told my, uh, my sister cause all this stuff comes to my sister's back porch cause I'm in the loft in the garage. I told her, I said, there's going to be a pile of stuff coming and some of it's high value. Please take it off the porch and, right. uh, you know, you know, I'll grab it in the evenings. But, uh, yeah, so yeah, I was putting together a TV stand and putting, you know, hey, one thing that's beautiful is TCL, they sell some pretty cheap TVs and they they work as, you know, as a computer monitor or you tie them into, you know, you can put an HDMI into them, you can run a Mac on them and, you know, what I'm looking at right in front of me, it's not, the, yeah. this is not something you, I, they do make good series of TCLs, but the cheap ones, you know, they're really designed, uh, you know, it's probably for a kid's room or something like that. And, um, but, uh, you know, they're not the best quality. How large screen. are they? I mean, well you can, you the can street street get them like the one I ordered that I just put on a TV stand. It's just small, 32 inches. And okay. then the one that I've got coming for the back wall where I can look and monitor stuff is 42, just the same as this one here. And I, you know, and again, I, People can't see it here, but I'm basically looking like at the TriCaster screen in front of me instead of having to look over here and look, look at you sideways. So, um, right. it, you know, and it's that I've done it a little different, but yeah, sure. And, you know, Amazon sells a very good for everyone that's looking for a TV stand that's on wheels. $61. It is absolutely the best TV stand. Huh? Wow. And anybody wants a link to it, let me know. It's, it's, they're cheap and they're great. And, uh, you know, because most TV stands are like three, four hundred dollars. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, but these are on wheels, 61 bucks. Went down from 79. I was quite pleased. Yeah. So, anyway, enough studio stuff. Maybe I'll do the show standing up one time from over there. Well, have, we'll see. Yeah. You could do that. Sure. It'd be a you know, interesting change. Yeah. It'd be a little fun. But, Ah, oh, so what's going on in the podcasting space? All, all I heard about from complaining from some people this week, and I don't normally start, want to start with a talk about complaining, is getting spammed.
1: <laughs> spammed from what, what What perspective? I haven't heard about this.
0: There's Please. a new podcast host in India called Hubhopper, and apparently oh, they're sending, okay. and I was just looking at it on the, actually, let me bring it up here. There we go. I was looking at it and um so they're they're an Indian podcast host. So I guess they're going I think after I did
1: hear about these guys. Uh I didn't know that they were spamming people. I just heard that they were they were um getting involved in yeah, there's stuff going on with India right now, that's for sure. So yeah,
0: so looks yeah. like quite the uh you know, quite the lineup of of course see some of these are international, but if I scroll right. back up here uh, these are definitely Indian based shows. And
2: well, there's also, are they
0: you know, being, let me see if they're being done in, are they being done in, I'll turn the volume up here. We'll see. Well, if
1: there's also, you know, streaming music platforms in India that are, that are looking at podcasting and have been for a while now. So anyway, so. Hubhopper and uh, they've been, yep. what is, that's a huge market. It's a huge market. Of course. Yeah you know? I mean, what is it a, over a billion people, something like that? Or I, about a billion?:
0: I'm not sure. but I know that, uh, you know, if you yeah. look at Bollywood and everything goes on there, right. um, you know it shouldn't be as a surprise that they'd be creating uh, creating content, so you know they're all yep. into, I think dramas and that type of stuff is is big there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Of course, Korean dramas are big, you know, in a lot of Asian homes too. So, you know, at what point are we going to start seeing Korean dramas being made into podcasts and then translated into, into English? Right. So, if anything, no, I
1: think uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in Asia right now too. So these these big countries around the world are really starting to get on the bandwagon here of podcasting.
0: You know, so, when I was living yeah. in Hawaii, my daughter would have a Korean drama in, and I kept find myself getting sucked in. Oh, they are is soap operas. Right. You know, love stories and they, they're true dramas, you know, and, uh, you know, you could get sucked in for eight, nine, 10 hours watching a Korean drama. So if the TV versions yeah. are good, I'm sure the podcast versions will be just as good.
1: All right. So Todd, did you hear that there was another, uh, another platform that got IEB certified? I've this- never heard of these guys before. Who are they? All I- right it's uh is it the empire streaming company i guess they're out of pittsburgh as well that's where where um Ellipson is based as well so now so, there's two certified companies out of pittsburgh so empire of all places.
0: empire yeah. i have never it's a big it's a big dollar amount How, who are these folks empire streaming um
3: the audio cdn Oh, they're part of part of Media Creek. They're
0: our, our partners: they're a, are Adwiz, Dell, Icecast, Zayo, Juniper Networks, Level Three.
3: They're they're
1: you know, um, uh, a Rocky. Yeah, uh, she's part of Media Creek. So is this Rocky's business? Uh, I think she is linked up with it. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting, but they do yeah. all their sites has talked about streaming. So, well,
1: they're they're bundling podcasting with streaming is what they're doing. That's what the the whole media creek concept. If if you think about you know a flowing creek, you know yep, streaming, yep, yep. And they're they're taking that streaming content and um, building in the podcast capability on the on the on demand side, right? Hmm. So, so that's that's kind of where that fits
0: in. Yeah, I, I did not. I, I was just like, who, you know? And I heard that, and it, today's the first day I've looked at it, and seeing that they're linked to AdsWiz, that kind of makes sense too, because Rocky has relationship with.
1: and well, she used to. She used yeah. to work for AdsWiz. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so those of you that, um, who Rocky, who, I, what is? I don't even know Rocky's last name. I feel bad here. Uh, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. So she's been in the space a long time. And, yep. um, very respected in the space. Hey, those of you there on Facebook, thanks for joining in here and, uh, make sure that you check in. I see Christopher did. And then Rick has Nyleen. Uh, Christopher says, I saw that Spotify acquired the ringer network. Yeah. And I was
1: going to talk about that too. Yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll talk about, I guess they said they had 24 shows and, and uh, is it my comment? But Christopher says WTF is that. <laughs>
1: Well, it's all sports stuff mostly.
0: My right. speculation is here is that, and I actually talked about it with Mike Dell on the, on the Podcast Insider show, is that ESPN is king in sports. Right. So you've seen two major deals done with sports networks here barstool Media, first yep. one, and then now the, uh, the Ringer Network. I originally thought uh, when I first read it, I'm like, who bought ringer? R-I-N-G-R? <laughs> Remember that? Right. I'm like, right. why would they buy th-? and then I said, Oh, it's a ringer. Okay. It's it's not R-I-N-G-R. It's right. yeah, which it's, we've known for about for years.
1: Well, it's a sports term. Yeah, right? yeah. Right. So, so
0: yeah. interesting. Anyway, so yeah. Hey Matt. Hey, Brian. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, so that was was big.
1: And right. um well, it has. I mean, it raised a lot of questions that I heard about. About you know, what's what is Spotify's strategy? Um, they did a a quarterly call, or there was some sort of announcement about a a push on. Uh, well, what's what's Spotify's strategy going forward? Are they going to um, you know around advertising around you know? There's been a lot of talk about stuff going on with those guys uh, for for many years on the advertising side and you know we'll see how things work out but i think you know we are seeing like we've talked about on the show before it's not a big surprise that these 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 music streaming platforms want to figure out a way to get into the advertising business with podcasting and so it's it's going to challenge the industry to figure out how to how to do that where it creates win-win relationships for everyone in the space. So, well, um, they can do whatever
0: they want. They can just run advertising around it and it is what it is.
1: Yeah. Well, it's, it's going to be a little more complex than that. Um You know, if there's ad, ad revenue share things that they're going to be doing, then guess what? They need to have uh, relationships with the content creators and, And, and is that going to be, you know, is it going to be opt in? Is it going to be, what's the CPMs on it? Is it going to be, um, more valuable for a content creator to do a deal directly with a listening platform on advertising or is it better to, to centralize the advertising? Like it's currently being done today.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we'll see, but I, you know, they don't owe anybody anything. And that's, you know, this is a, this is the point podcasters have to understand is they don't have to give a penny back to podcast. You've agreed to their terms to be on there.
1: Well, and also, you know, and we've talked about this a lot of times in the past is, you know, and I faced this when I was working on Zoom at, at Microsoft is that these platforms need to figure out a way to make money from offering podcasting. Now granted, I mean, I think to some degree they are right now because most of these are subscription services, so they're making revenue off of retaining and getting getting users onto their platform um, but you know for for a company to keep investing in podcasting to expand the the marketing reach and the capabilities of the of the platform, they have to have a revenue source um, so we may be forced with some changes to the industry about how. The, the advertising business um, gets managed a, across the the hosting platforms as well as the the listening platforms as everybody takes a little piece of the of the pie of the of the advertising ecosystem as the as the industry matures.
0: So Matt says that Steve Goldstein has a article out on the Spotify strategy, and I you know again right. I, you know speculation I'm sure by Steve's part, and I, I haven't read it i'd seen that there was an article out um steve has been hit or miss on some of his stuff over the years so i like steve a lot i think we all have to a certain extent
1: yeah well it's hard to predict what's going to happen you know with, with this stuff but you can clearly see what spotify is doing they're they're acquiring um quality content that they can create probably uh you know, a split experience around a subscription based, uh, you know, with some exclusive content, uh, that's on their platform. I think that the big question is what's going to happen with their ability, uh, with anchor to be able to push content out to other platforms as, um, from a competitive standpoint. Well, we'll we'll see.
0: You know, and it it brings up a point. I, I I was watching a social media post, uh, yesterday, I think it was, and they were talking about, which platforms are you being distributed on? Which, and you know, here's the shocking thing. Um, mm-hmm. A number of podcasters in that list listed Google Podcasts, Spotify, and a couple of others, but did not at all mention Apple Podcasts. They, yeah. it and when you have mainstream, when you have podcasters that are only focused on walled garden gatekeeper type platforms, and they're not worried about being on Apple Podcasts, then, and I'm not saying Google is, but that made me set me back a little bit in the seat and say, "Whoa."
1: Uh, well, I mean, I mean, it's not really necessarily new. I know the you know I'm working with the show right now that's, that's moving off of Podcast One, and um, I was informed by them that they were only being distributed on Apple and, or off of Podcast One's platform. Um and they just got added to Spotify just last week. Right. So, I mean, and that's it. That's the I mean, that, now granted being on Apple gets you into a lot of other smaller listening apps, but um it's it it is kind of interesting, you know, the the strategies that each of these companies um play around their distribution side. Um, you know, I think you could make a case that being on a bunch of smaller apps um doesn't really gain you a bunch of a bunch of audience, but if you're not, but if, if you're not on Apple Podcast, then I think you're still
0: handicapping yeah, I mean, yourself.
1: I mean, that's that's definitely a big big mistake. But it, 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 like you said, Todd, as we move towards proprietary platforms and people using content around exclusivity and trying to drive, you know, like like to some degree, what a Luminary tried to do and is trying to do um is creating a hybrid experience around subscription content and free content. Um, You know, it's, I think we're still in the experimentation stage around what models are going to work in the long run in this space around premium content. Um, I don't know that anybody really has all the answers to that yet.
0: Christopher uh, Jordan says, as someone who comes from the broadcast realm, I fully see the strategy of acquiring smaller networks as they're trying to become the cock media of podcasting. Well, you know, we'll see, you know, whoa, something happened, Rob. I
3: know
0: you went you're here audio, but you're not here. There you go. That was weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think I had something. You, you clicked something. My, I think. <laughs> yeah. My back. Okay. Now.
0: Yeah. You're good. So, okay. you know, I guess from that standpoint, we'll have to continue to watch, you know, and, and, you know, I think part of it is, is they're trying to figure it out as they go. And of course, Pandora said that they would, uh, revenue share on advertising with podcasters but i've not seen anything publicly announced about that
1: you right. know right. and
0: um so matter, matter of fact if we run into pandora folks at uh, podcast movement we will definitely i'm mean, just gonna be a question i'm definitely going to be asking um right. and i know some of the pandora folks watch the show so you know where are we at on that you know and then Um, I kind of knew this was coming because I was under an NDA. Um, Staples launched Mm -hmm. um, a number of stores on the East Coast with podcast studios in them. Right. And uh, as a basically kind of a, well, I don't know how much I can even say beyond that. So, you know, Staples is making, trying to reinvent themselves here, it appears. And, um, uh, but it's congratulations to them on getting those, I think seven stores launch with studios and they're trying to, uh, it appears to me they're trying to make a, you know, like a creative space, worker space, maker space for people. Can I think come what in.
1: they're, what they're probably realizing is that Amazon is starting to eat their lunch around the product sales side. Uh, and they're, they're trying to utilize that square footage for more business services. Right. Uh, which could be a better strategy for them from a revenue perspective as you look to the future and putting, putting studios in is, you know, it's one piece of that puzzle, right?
0: Considering they have, uh, you know, lots of square space across the entire United States, um, right. you know, they're going to be looking at how to utilize that so that they don't have to shut stores down if they've lost revenue on, on sales Mm -hmm. that's being taken away from Amazon. You just, you know, I looked at the stuff that I just ordered. I ordered, um, I ordered a computer from Apple. I ordered something from new tech and then I ordered about five or $600 of stuff from Amazon. I never left my chair, right? you know, uh, but in this town that I'm in, I got to drive 40 miles to close to Staples. I don't have, you know, I don't have those big box type of stores here. So, and there's no, and all the small stores besides Walmart have got, you know, there's a Walmart and there's a Myers, but all those small stores that used to do, you know, do local business, they've just gotten ate up and destroyed. Right. So, right. you know, sure. I'd like to spend money locally, but I'm not a fan of Walmart. So I didn't want to give Walmart money.
1: Right. But I'm, I'm sure Walmart's doing just fine though. Oh in yeah. this world. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they've got their online stuff sometimes cheaper than what's in the store. So
1: right, right. So it's it's definitely a changing uh, landscape around um, kind of how people are acquiring products and where 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 staples can can shine is kind of local business services. So i I think in the bigger picture of things, I, I think it's pretty smart on their part. The question is, is it going to replace? the same amount of revenue that they had on the product sales. Mm-hmm. I don't know.
0: It's, yeah, that's a big it question. It takes a lot of it. You know, my sister's got a space next door and we've been talking about some use cases for that. And we're trying to decide what we're going to do there. And, um, you know, we looked at some franchise stuff. We looked at, uh, you know, two or three other options and I, you know, we're you know, you look at two, $300,000 in startup cost, And so, you know, I think we've, we're, you know, and the, if there isn't way that we, because there's a lot of open retail rental space in this town, you know, right. just you know, with strip malls of you know, empty, 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 and she's, you know, she's got a, a a commercial space. So what do we do with that? And you know, right. I, I came up with some ideas for, her, and hopefully we're able to make that work because you know she essentially has to get enough money coming in to she owns this building, so you know, she's right. just interested in making the mortgage payment. So yep. it's Interesting. Uh, so, you know, staples, you know, I don't know how many of their stores they own outright and do they own, you know, sometimes they're in a, they're in a mall and maybe they're just renting. Maybe they're, they don't own their building, but you know, sometimes staples are standalone, but that's not always the case.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: I also noticed that the, the Captivate folks uh, basically appointed four new members of their advisory board, which I thought was interesting.
0: Yeah. So, what is the deal with that? Are they are those folks getting paid? Or are they just, you know, it's it's an advisory board. Um, you know, we've all had our internal advisors. We've never really right. announced stuff publicly.
1: Right. I'm not sure what it what what all those people actually do mm-hmm. in that you know in that role. I haven't really heard. Uh, that but it's it's being played up by you know the rebel based media folks and i I believe they've had a you know a few folks on that board for a while, like James Cridlin is part of their their advisory board um i don't you know it does kind of make you wonder when yeah what what the relationship is and why why do this um have people on, on advisory boards like this and then making it public like this. I'm not I don't know what you think, Todd. Uh
0: you know, we've I've always had uh five to ten people that we've trusted in the space that we share stuff with privately um and ask for their feedback. You know, we have a beta team for our right. for our plug right. We don't, you know, I don't feel necessary to ask or to promote who I'm talking to privately about stuff that we're doing it and it makes it awkward for them in trying to do other business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, is, you know, with Daniel and Kathy, you know, do I, can I now talk to Daniel about stuff that we're doing? And that, that's. So, you know, I, you know, I trust Daniel to separate church and state, you know, between one thing and another, but right. still, if I make a mention of something, it's, it has an influence. It it can tweak. So if they, you know, if there's a conversation going on it mm-hmm. captivate and it's, you know, and they're talking about something similar, we're doing or planning, it, it could turn very, it could turn very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. I just don't know what the, what it really means. Um, you know, um, yeah, I just don't know what the involvement is. And I guess that's, that's the question. I mean, from a personal level, it doesn't make any difference to me. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it just makes, it just makes you wonder if they're, if they're now employees of the company or if they're just paid consultants or if it's an unpaid kind of deal or it's just occasionally they'll have meetings with them or something like mm-hmm. that. It, I mean, it's an interesting idea. Yeah. You know? It's not something that, you know, really, really any other company in the space has really ever done before. So I just, it just raises more questions is what it does. That's all.
0: And, you know, and I may be more cautious in saying what I've got coming in the future. Right. Yeah. So it, it's just, you, you just, it is the name of the, you know, I got several, you know, big things we're working on that I don't, I can't talk about. And right.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it could be like a board of directors to some degree, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's kind of, that's kind of what I'm thinking. But is it really a board of direct? I mean, board of directors have a, have a, have a financial fiduciary responsibility to the company. Mm-hmm. I don't know that these, these folks have that kind of relationship. No, And
0: again, Catbait's a UK company. Correct. So, you know, maybe it's their US people on the ground giving them, you know, insights what's happening here. Right. Eileen does right. this. I'm yeah. curious to know how shows get picked up by Ringer. What is the process like? Well, uh, that's probably a good question. I'm sure they find good shows and they like them and they ask them to come be part of the network.
1: Or I think a lot of the shows on that network are also, you know, created by Ringer yeah. as well. Yeah. I had it's at l-
0: least five calls last week from people that are building networks and um, some interesting yeah, things going on in the space with networks right now. Networks yeah. are being courted in a big way.
1: Yeah, I think that there's definitely going to be uh, networks that acquire networks. <laughs> you know, those yeah. are the that's 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 the future. Is you know niche networks um, combining with bigger networks. Mm-hmm. I think is what what we're going to see uh, more and more. I mean, it it does feel like being a part of a network maybe gives you some advantages. Um, there's some downsides to it too. You, I mean, you just have to weigh it with the opportunity versus, you know, what that network brings to your program. Is it worth it or not? Yeah.
0: yeah and always read the fine print. Right. But you know, you going just, back, go, going back to what you said about podcast one now on Spotify. What did, I had a pretty frank conversation with Norm in LA and I basically said, well, why aren't you on? Spotify. Well, they, it's a, They've got it's pass-through. basically
1: a pass-through uh, versus yeah. a uh, caching issue. And I told I'm him, I sure. said, they're doing
0: pass-through. I said, you can change your ads. Why are you not on Spotify? And right. so, I don't know, maybe I pushed him over the edge to, to,
1: to be on Spotify. Well, he may not have known that, that Spotify was doing pass-through <laughs> deals. Maybe I shouldn't have told him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it makes that big a difference, does it? <laughs> So
0: Well, yeah. and there's a there's a lot going on. Hey, what you know, what's story with Andy Bowers?
1: I don't know. I just you know, I think you kinda reach a point in your career when, when you need to make change. And I I don't know. You know. I haven't talked to Andy to find out what what was the the actual
3: driver of that, but you know. Yeah, us it's probably
1: not I do know and he, he put in his post that he, he he was moving back from New York back home. I think he he had been living in New York for the last few years, so I think he was anxious to get back to, you know, family and friends and stuff back in the Los Angeles area. I know that's that's where I really kind of originally m- met up with Andy and got to know Andy was down in down in Los Angeles. You couldn't ask for a nicer guy. And yeah, uh, he's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's been on our, uh, on panels with me at many podcasting events. It, it sounds like maybe he may be exiting the whole podcast space yeah, entirely. Completely. So, yeah. uh, you know, he's, but he's got
0: companies. So did he take an exit or, you know, I, there's really not any clear indication of that, right. but, right, right. but, um, yeah, we wish Andy luck, whatever he he does next. Um, yeah, you know. definitely. That's a guy to have on your advisory board.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no question. Right. Exactly. Exactly, exactly. So and I did notice that Apple's been Apple's got a lot of activity around them building their podcasting team that I Yeah, they had a bunch of job announcements out there.
0: Yeah. So I, I think they're taking notice of what's going on in the space and maybe they you know, maybe it'd be a little more aggressive. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think they probably should be. Um, and it does kind of raise a lot of questions about, you know, how far Apple is going to go down that path, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they have a lot of uh, a lot of untapped opportunity there as you look to the future. And you know, there's a lot of rumors around what the next iPhone looks like, too. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe there's, you know, an interesting opportunity for them. Um, around podcasting in their new iPhone, too. I don't know if if there's something brewing there. I don't know if you've heard anything, Todd.
0: I I don't pay attention to the next version. I know it's just going to be another phone with about 25 new features, and we're all going to want to go spend a $1,000 to buy one. So
1: Well, the stock market was all spun up around everybody upgrading this cycle for some reason, so that there may be a bigger change coming to the phone. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at yeah. your picture. You look a little blurry to me. I don't know if you,
0: on your webcam, I? yeah, I don't know if it's focused on the back wall versus focused on you. But oh, you, you just look a, okay. little, a little, a little, blurry, a little a blurry. blurry today.
1: Yeah. A little blurry today. Yeah. At
0: some point, we need to put get
1: you on a on a different camera. <laughs> well, I've got it. I've got an old. I've, I've got a Microsoft camera that I'm oh, okay. using for this one. It's not my usual. C920.: so. so
0: I think I've got a pretty much figured out what
1: I'm bringing to
0: to Vegas. I'm not Vegas, L.A. for our event. I've got: Oh, I good, got a little good. stack of stuff. I'm waiting on a couple of cables that I ordered. I want to make sure I have every.: co- You know what's going to happen? I'm going to have every combination except for the one we need.
1: Of course, that's, that's the way gonna, it usually works, Todd. That's what's so, uh, so, bring every, every cable that you have, Todd. Well, I'm, I'm bringing like unit.
0: six, six, you know, six potentials that are coming out of a mixer, <laughs> right? And, you know, and you just like, you know, that it's going to be something different, and I'm going to be totally screwed, and we're going to be standing there not able to, to go live. So, yeah,
1: you I mean, just. <laughs> Totally expect that, right?
0: Yeah, that's exactly—it's <laughs> the truth. I'm fully expecting it, but right. um yeah. Anyway, so I'll, I'll mock everything up on Monday and and make sure that it, it works, and then all we have to worry about is is the audio plug.
1: <laughs> right,
0: right. So,
1: so, Todd, did you hear about this uh, this um, this event that's going on back in back in New York from the the PRX folks?
3: Yeah, I've got one um, of my
1: team members that's gonna try to go. Okay. The the threats to podcasting.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I forget so you wanted what, to read. What, what date is that?
1: Uh I believe it's the it's the twenty fifth, I believe, of uh, January. Yeah. Or oh, no, no, of February. Oh, okay. Um and, and, and it's if you wanted to read more about this event, you can go to podcastprivacy dot org. Oh, so, oh, that's interesting. They launched a website around it. Uh, yep. It's called Emerging Threats: The Podcasting's Open Ecosystem. It's it. It's dated February twenty fifth. Um, from nine a.m. to six p.m. in New York City. So, mm. but you have to request a, an invite. So, it's a it's 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 a little bit of a limited thing to some degree. So
0: they sent out an announcement about that, and I must be they got an overwhelming number because I.
3: Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be at the new school in New York City. Yeah, the Arnold Hall, off of.
1: um, 13th Street and I believe that's I think it's midtown, I think yeah I'm not sure but um, but it's a one- day s- symposium for leaders in podcasting about data privacy, open technology, law and public media to imagine a future that audio uh, for audio that is accessible, sustainable, and respectful of privacy. So, what someone's a novel concept, God. so someone's worried about this
0: and it's interesting. It's coming from PRX.
1: Yeah. Well, I think Jake and, uh, and that team over there has been around the medium for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they see the, the threats that may be, um, building out there as, as you and I both see that there's some, there's some desire amongst certain parts of the industry to change the industry and make it a little less open. Yeah. So,
0: and for Michael dare that you're not used to seeing me in a long sleeve shirt. Well, as soon as the sun comes out, I will be out of this long sleeve shirt. I, I absolutely hate it to be honest (laughs) with you. And, uh, and I, and I, I've never had to wear pants this long. Um, it just, it's, yeah, shorts and, uh, uh, yeah. Okay. A polo shirt is my style. So,
1: welcome to a northern climate, Todd. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I get my body adjusted here and I'm going to be that dude that's going to be 10 below that's wearing shorts. So, you know, <laughs> with I, the, I got to get my blood thickened up a little bit first. <laughs> <laughs> with the sandals, right, Todd? Yeah. Jennifer, we will have one of our team members at that event. To stand up for our right. Absolutely. Um,
1: right. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm gonna be there. So if you're going, you'll be able to say hi to me. Yeah. And um I would imagine it's probably gonna have, well, I don't know, maybe a few hundred people would be my guess. No, no. It doesn't it doesn't look like a huge venue. So So, so Rob Walsh didn't want to go in your stead or um, he's tied up with something else, so, oh. <laughs> so I'm the one that's coming out for it. So.
0: so you got the you get you're getting the freaking flyer miles.
3: I am, I am. Yes,
0: <laughs> All I'll right. take that. Well, that's good. Yeah. So you know, we both. When do you get into L.A. Wednesday?
1: Uh, on the 11th. Yeah, I, I, I believe that's Wednesday.
0: Yeah. Now that's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, so you're getting in the, you're getting in day Tuesday. before. Yeah, because we have a booth, right? Well, I'm. I'll get in Tuesday at noon, and nothing starts for the booth until Thursday. So, well,
1: you know, have an extra day.
0: <laughs> well, that's good, you know. And if there is a booth to function on Wednesday, I'm going to be upset because my my assumption was with the show opening on Thursday, Friday. They doing some pre events on the 12th, right? But
1: get down there get get stuff you know you'll set.
0: have yeah it takes you five hours to unpack your business card
1: i know it does it's <laughs> going to take me a while to get all those categorized too it's like a directory on a table you know
0: yeah okay <laughs> have fun with that until the wind blows one day and then you guys end up with this scattering of business cards a mile long
1: well somebody will eventually have a podcasting event in a you know, in an outside venue at some point, and that'll be a problem.
0: <laughs> or a door will open and you'll get a gust of wind and then yes, it, it'll, yes. it'll, it'll be go. all over. It will be. It'll be. <laughs> and I'm going to laugh when it happens too. <laughs> sure. a, a little light entertainment, but we're all lined up together. It's like, it's, it's us who sweet you pod being, there's just like host hosting company, hosting like five or six of us right in a row. <laughs> and it, we're well, like, good. we're against one wall. And then everyone else—it's kind of like this other kind of scattering of stuff in that in that room. So um, it is kind of entertaining.
1: Yeah, this is going to be—it's—it's <laughs> going to be a different podcast movement uh, experience. But there's a, th- a thousand people is what their number is, So and they're they're, they're almost sold out. From what? Yeah, I, yeah. I heard it. I think it's just the the professional track. I think has still got got a few openings. So that left, means
0: three four hundred people in a session. So that could be because it's all track style. Right. You go to your all track. Right. Yeah.
1: And so. everybody's gonna, gonna be wearing headphones,
3: right?
0: Yeah, on some of the events. I had to set my uh my um deck in already and that was you know I'm used to like tweaking my deck up to the last minute and they required our decks to be in a
3: Thursday. I haven't
1: I haven't turned mine in yet. I'm gonna turn in today. Y- you're late. I know <laughs> I'm late. Believe me I got pinged about it too. <laughs> Yeah. It's like where's where's the deck?
0: <laughs> so Tom Webster's on the on the line. Watch the state. Tom, thanks for checking in as well.
1: Well, Tom has a has a fun little event coming up himself.
0: Yes, he does.
1: On the East Coast,
0: yeah. Infinite dial is uh, the date is fast approaching,
1: and it's going to have a live event. To it with an audience. So he's going to be uh,
0: he's going to be playing to an audience. I don't know if he's advertised that or not, Rob. He may have just broke NDA.
1: Uh oh! Well, I didn't <laughs> sign any NDA. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> so uh, it's it's gonna be exciting. So we can all sit in the audience and and cheer as he announces <laughs> these huge growth numbers.
0: Well, right? the steady growth numbers, right?
1: the steady growth. Now I thought it was going to be a hockey stick. I well, it was it, gonna you be know, like that does bring up 50% a, up in one year. That does you know? bring
0: up a point. I saw an article the other day. Someone was doubting that we are going to be able to get to this big B number in the time that they say we're going to get
3: there.
1: Well, well, you and I both know what it takes for us to get there. And, but the problem is nobody wants to play in that field. That's right. right. That we can get them
0: to billion five and, in a year, if everyone would just, you know, pay attention to the ninety-five percent,
1: right, instead of just playing playing to the five percent,
0: right, 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 right. So, I think some people are trying to starting to realize that, but they're running up against the same objections, and same issues that oh. uh, that you know that we run into when we're trying to, you know, put a deal together with three hundred shows and who's that? Well, who's that? Well, What's that?
1: Well, no. Nope. Well, nobody wants to work that hard, Todd.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, some of us do work, do do the work that hard.
1: I know. Well, Hey, it's all about creating the technology to take all that work out of it. Right. Yeah.
0: You know, and I, have been doing a lot of calls with podcasters and, you know, you've got these shows that are, you know, on the, on the, on the cusp. you know, they got two, 3000 listeners. They're just right. to the point where they're, you know, it's just, you know, shows kind of have this we lost your video again, Rob, you touched something. So they're on the, I did. they're on the cusp of, you know, making it to the next level. And, um, cause you know, you, you start gaining, you know, it's like, when, if you get, it's kind of, oh my God, you, you, we, we need to buy you a Mac. Um, and not on our, my budget, but, uh, Libsyn needs to buy you a Mac. It, you and your Microsoft stuff is not working so well.
1: Uh, it's not the computer. It's, it's something else. Okay. Okay. Am I back now? You're okay. back.
0: Yeah. The, the, we were looking up at your chin for a minute and and then, yeah, you're back now.
1: Oh, it, Oh, 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 you were. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay. It, flipped, Interesting. it flipped to a different camera. So it's kind of blinking a little bit. So.
1: Wow. Okay. So when I, I lost my
0: track train of thought here, yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's going back to, you know, there it has to roll down and until it rolls down, it's, you know, they continue to add more shows and, you know, and build these one-offs within these networks. But that, you know, you look at Joe Rogan and they said he makes 30 million. And then you look at one of those storyteller shows, they said they make 15 million. That's a pipe dream for 99% of shows out there to make that kind of money. Right, And, uh, no, it is. you know, it mil- is. I, I understand it's, you know, it's, it's a math, you just do the math numbers and it's, it's potent, you know, there's huge potential in making significant, significant dollars.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I look at my little show at Geek News Central, it does very well. Um, right. you know, and, uh, it's up and down every month, depending on, you know, how well we do with GoDaddy, but the it's, you know, it's been consistent over the years and,
1: so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just really, like it's really as simple as just buying across larger numbers of shows. Um, as, as we both know, Todd, and it just doesn't seem like the, the ad buying industry really understands that it's unduplicated audience, which means that they're, they're actually able to ex- extend their reach, Right. which is what they all want is reach and frequency, um, that's the easiest way to get to reach and frequency is buying across larger numbers of shows.
0: And I also saw there was a good article about, you know, basically scolding podcasters for doing one month test. And, and I, I, I've been on that bandwagon for, matter of fact, I won't do deals anymore if they want to do a one month test, because yeah. I know it's going to end in a, it's going to end badly. It's not podcasting is frequencies different. You can't, right. you can't get a good result. Yeah, if you have a massive show, of course you're going to probably see some decent results on a one month test. But it's this is they can't think beyond that. You got you know I honestly believe that the best test is a three month run.
1: Yeah, it's it's all about it's all about frequency. You got to have larger numbers of frequency. It, it...
3: Oh, there. Okay, God, that's you, so weird. You cut
0: you got cut and now we lost your video again. So yeah, you know the it's true though. You know, and it's, it's, I have this slide. I wish I I probably could find it. It was something I was presenting. Oh, probably three, four years ago where it showed a a buy. And I went and basically found, um, a buy that a a vendor was doing and they had 10 shows on it. They had 40, 40, basically they had 40 spots in those 10 shows over a month. And then I, and I said, okay. So, and I guesstimated based upon knowing roughly what those show, show sizes were, what that spend was, you know, and, and let's say it was $50,000. And then I took 400 shows and demonstrated 1600 ad spots
3: mm-hmm.
0: and the same spend.
3: Right.
0: And again, not, a little bit of duplication because you might expect a listener to listen to one or two shows but you know when you get a pretty wide spread there is not like you said it's non-duplicated audience so it's like and they're hearing four ads a month they're hearing it's going across 1600 and I just in your same spend, and I would just get the deer in the headlights look like you know like you know well that's a name we don't know Right, You know, and stuck, they're really stuck on the, um, you know, gotta, gotta be a brand name that we, that we recognize. I can't go to my boss with, a, with some, you know, Johnny in his closet show.
1: Right. It's all about prestige. It's not about results.
0: <laughs> well, it's about results, but they only want the, you know, these yeah. big shows.
1: Right. It's yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not like it used to be in the early marketing days, you know, like, um, back in the early days when I was involved in doing more offline marketing where your, your requirement for frequency, uh, was pretty, pretty low. I mean, it was like, you know, I think the number back in the nineties or something like that was, I think it was six to seven ad impressions to get a conversion. Right. Um, now I, I think you're you're more than double that. I think you're probably in the eighteen to twenty, um, at impressions before you get even an opportunity for,
0: yeah, before someone converts. And we lost Rob again. You want to disconnect and try to yeah. call back in? Yeah. Here, let, let, let me try that. Because your video is like, woo, 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 in and out. Oh uh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hang
3: on a second. I'll call. All right. Begin. All
0: right. I tease Rob enough about him on a, on a Microsoft product. Of course, the TriCaster is a windows machine too. So I need to be careful that I uh, don't upset my upset, the gremlin gods here. Yeah. You know, he'll be back when he is, but yeah. So the, you know, the going back to this article, they talked about getting us the, you know, the 2 billion, you know, it's a big stretch. Okay. Okay. We'll see how that does. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I think it's, you know, we're beating a dead horse by talking about this because we've talked about it many times that's, you know, what it's gonna take to get the to...
1: Well, I think we 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 have to keep talking about it because, you know, hopefully we will, you know, get heard and understood. Yeah. So you know, and, it takes takes Frequency, right, Todd?
0: Yeah. Jennifer <laughs> says Johnny is in his closet. Show probably has a small but highly engaged listenership that takes action. We know that. We, you know, this is the, you know, media buyers. I tell when I tell media buyers small shows perform higher than big shows. They just, again, I get that, you know, the the five mile stare. Like, you know, they expect that bigger shows are going to perform, and it's not true. It's 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 not. No, not always. Sometimes a smaller show doesn't have great engagement, but usually, you know, they don't last too long as as running advertising. Because Well, you
1: know, if a show probably is in that two to three thousand audience size, it probably has a pretty engaged audience, would be my guess.
0: Well, and it also knows <laughs> it knows a lot of people by name. You know. Right. And right. you know, and I call on my show, I you know, I call out listeners that have been listening for years and they, you know, because I know some of their content preferences and it, so yeah. Yeah.
3: And they're inclined to support the show when there's a sponsor, you know, so, right. or a promotion. Yeah. Instead of having to, you know, beg for donations. Right.
0: I don't know. I, I think we'll see over time what happens with this, but, uh, you know, I thought we'd already turned the corner a long, long, I mean, like a long time ago when it comes to, you know, the, the other 95% having some rolled down money and well, you know what they all want to do, you know, every person, they, they want to get at that 95%, but they want to do programmatic and they want to do $6 CPMs or four. Right. And, uh, because they don't want to do the work or, they want to go to their boss because, you know, it's easy to click a button and buy 50 shows on programmatic. You know, right. they just throw some, some Trump change at it. And. Yeah.
1: You know, the problem with the programmatic stuff is that the ad buyers treat it like it's a remnant inventory. Right. 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 And that's, that's where the problem is, is it, it's, it's never packaged as a premium mm-hmm. audio buy. Yeah. And that's that's I think that's a big problem for the industry as you look forward to, uh, as you look forward because, um, podcasting should never be looked at as a, um, as a um, non-premium opportunity and, and the fact that it's being presented that way I think is a problem for us looking forward. So I want to show you something here,
0: and um, we can talk about this a little bit. Let me bring it up on the screen. Oh, it hasn't updated Uh
3: why am I there we go. Something's on a little delay here. It's right.
0: So you know what this is?
3: Uh the Google?
0: Yeah, the Google Podcast page. Podcast.google.com. Right. Okay. So well. I got at least five tickets this week alone asking me, how do we get in the top listings on (laughs) (laughs) podcast.google.com? Well, I mean, support team got it. That's a a very good question. They, they, they want, they want the secret sauce on how to get in the, in, in this list. And, um, I thinking to myself, I'm sure there's about a hundred thousand podcasters who would like to know this, you know, and
1: right. I I don't think it's an editorial list, would be my guess if it's coming out of Google. So I I haven't done any like real
0: motivation or to go in and and look at this at any depth and or Mm -hmm. do some comparisons between Apple Podcasts and see if there's some some matchups here. But example, how about, you know, here's a category that you've never heard of. Popular with listeners of the pre-med years. So this is like medical stuff. You know, this is a category we've never, you know, I know we know some podcasters that do pre-med advice and has pre-med shows. And so I thought, oh, that's interesting. And then top podcasts in art, fashion, and beauty, top pa- podcast TV and film, top podcast in health, top podcasts in arts and tech, te- top podcast in technology. I don't know that Joe Rogan experience is a tech show. It's kind of mm, funny that they would list not that. Not Really, and not I'm really. so I'm looking at these and I'm looking. Okay, Vergecast, yes. Darknet Diaries, yes. Uh, Waveform Reply All, uh, AI. So you know, again, I haven't went through here and dug around very much on these, but yes, there is a, you know, Joe Rogan's in like five lists. top podcast, top podcast and so signing and culture top podcast and comedy. Where else is he at? Again, top podcast in tech. <laughs> right. So that doesn't look to me like this is a curated list. And they've got one, two, no, three, they've got five, 10, 12 on that list. Let's see here. How many is it on each of these? Yeah. Oh, like 11. Oh, that's interesting. So
1: my, my guess is, is it's probably based on some sort of an algorithm that, that maps the popularity of this in their, In their listening platform,
3: right? Yeah. So. So if you're not promoting Google podcasts. Right. You know, this,
0: you know, here, here, wake up. This audience, we've talked about this to death. There's no way. Unless you're a new listener. you. you, We've hit you 500 times over the past (laughs) 10 years on making sure you're promoting Android and Google. And but you know, this is pretty
1: significant.
0: Podcast.google.com. Well, I don't think people realize how significant this is.
1: I mean, the more Google surfaces access the podcasts at a higher level in the company, I mean, like you've been saying all along, Todd, they need to add this podcast to that search bar Yep. on the Google home area. So it's, you know, once that happens, then, you know, then things start to change, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it says search for podcast right at the top of that yep. page. So I so. searched for New
0: Media Show, came right up, and then it it's got some. Well, there's someone else that's got a show called the New Media Show too. Who is this? Oh, that's ours. That must be our video feed. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but more that's episodes her, takes video me. Oh, that's weird. I'm gonna have to go back and look at that later because there's no album art there. But you know, so let's let's take another show. Let's see here. Let me uh let's do and see if I can find.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, are you still putting the video out as a video podcast yeah, for the we show? sure Are, are
0: you? So podcast okay. insider comes up um right off the bat. Shows the latest episode. Well, two days ago, yeah, the latest episode. And then some other stuff. So someone else has got another show called The Podcast Insider. So that's curious. All right. Let's so, uh,
1: so it's still our description on here is still saying that I work for Spreaker.
0: So just to let you know. Oh, that's weird, because I don't have that anywhere. Oh, you don't? Uh if I do, I've missed it. Hmm. It is weird. Because anyway. I went through and updated those when you told me. So here's
1: Geek News Central. It it probably just hasn't picked it up yet.
0: Oh, there's two or three more listings for Geek News Central. That's very, very odd. On the bottom of their list, special media feed. Oh, it's found
3: everything I've ever done. Huh. Well, you know,
1: um, Google has a problem with duplicate feeds, right?
0: Yeah, it's definitely got a problem with duplicate feeds because I'm looking at these... These all link back to my web, main website. So right. they, they definitely have some of that going on here. Yeah, they all link back to my primary website. So what's this one here?
1: And, wow. And they, don't, and they don't give you access to see what the RSS feed.
0: Right. Okay, that yeah. one's right. That goes to the GNC Weekly. Hmm. Well, Anyway, I, th- I think mm. Google continues to play around here, and we'll see what happens over time.
3: Right. Yeah. And it in the little
1: uh, the icon up in the left, the, the little hamburger icon
2: mm-hmm.
1: on that page, if you click on that, it drops down. You can download the app. Uh, I've got the hamburger open, and
0: I don't see that. Google it's, search, map, news, play. Am I in the wrong? Oh, I'm probably in the wrong hamburger. Let me go on this side. On the oh, left Oh, yep, right there. Bada bing, bada boom.
1: It says download the app. So and what happens? Okay. Yeah, it it takes goes you to in. It go, takes you to Google yeah. Play. No, no. It took me to Google Podcasts. I well, install the app. That's interesting. It took me to
0: Google Play, but I'm on a Chrome on a Mac. So maybe a different function here.
1: Well, I, I mean, it's all focused on mobile, but yeah. but it looks like you know it takes you to a, a place where you can download the hmm. the app, the podcast app.
0: It's only been downloaded two hundred. Oh, it's got oh, it's gotten two and thirty seven thousand four and a half stars. Does it say how much it's been downloaded?
2: Uh, no, they don't. Uh, they don't have a yeah. counter.
1: <coughs> it's been rated. Two hundred and
0: thirty seven thousand yeah, it shows what it shows that it's installed on my um, my tablet and my Android device, so
3: mm. yeah, so really no function here for the
0: for the Mac counts.
3: nope,
1: but it's good it's good that you know Google's chipping away at these little pieces of the puzzle Um coming together.
2: Hmm.
3: Mike says Google is slow to update me to date.
0: So, or I missed a yeah. spot where it's listed.
1: I'm sure it would be coming out of the RSS feed.
0: Yep. And I'm 90% sure I updated the RSS feed. It doesn't show that you're still over its breaker
1: uh, or it okay. could be
0: a vast conspiracy by me to not give you credit where credit's due.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> either way, it's not good for you, Todd. No.
0: <laughs> uh, we've got a big, uh, big update. I think it's coming Monday. If they've got all How the bugs you? worked out, wow. we got a big update to PowerPress coming out, and uh, we're sure it's. I, I told them don't put it out on a Friday. Wait to Monday when we have the entire support team there to help them because we've completely upgraded the episode box, modernized it, and people are going to. I'm sure there's going to be a little bit of freak out and, um, mm. but we've, we've simplified and consolidated. And so it, I was hoping it would be out two weeks ago, but you know, yeah. they, they want to make sure the bugs are, are killed. Exactly. Exactly.
1: And I would, uh, to go back to Google podcasts, yeah. I would suspect that the Google play podcast area is going to uh, be re- retired. Well, there's some point here. yeah,
0: there's some rumor that that is going to happen sometime this summer. So, right. Yeah, we'll see. But and how so many? So
1: that that will take one of the last uh, caching platforms off of the off of the
0: the industry off of the space. So how many of you watching live knew this page existed at podcastwithan's.google.com? How many of you knew that? So wait for your responses in the chat room.
1: Well, it was a featured thing on the pod news on the 7th yesterday.
0: Well, if you're paying attention, you, you know about this stuff already, but so I'm just wondering how many people knew that, that it was available. Right. Uh, <laughs> Mike, Mike He says operators will be standing by uh, on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's true. Our operators will be standing by. Yes, because, how do I um,
1: get on that page? Uh, yeah. Well, no, well, I think you're probably already there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, I think it's really about the the search results, and I, you know, and two, Google is uh, Google. Yeah, so if you have your own .com, and you are, well, let's just say you're using PowerPress. <laughs> You know, we make it really um, so that you are going to be guaranteed you're going to get indexed in Google pretty quickly. You know, we're doing a number of things, and I won't go into all the number of things. We'll let everybody else figure out how we're helping people get in faster. Um, But we had a gal call us and say, "I don't want that listing on Google Podcast." (laughs) She says because she's using Buzzsprout as a host and using our plugin as the on our website. So it' the first time we've ever been asked. We, she wants her, her Google search results to show up on Buzzsprout and not on our website. And and (laughs) we're still kind of confused about that one, but you know, we kind (sighs) of give her some instructions on how to do that. But you know, we made it so that people's personal websites would be the ones that Google would pick up and index and show us the authority. And she's like, no, no, no. I want, I want Buzzsprout page to be the authority. (laughs) I'm like, uh, okay, uh, you know, we can't shut this off immediately because this was, it happened on, you know, automatically by Google. And, um, I mean, it was, yeah, that was interesting perspective.
1: <laughs> well, Todd, I mean, thinking about it from an SEO standpoint, is it not possible that being on a bigger domain name might get you more prominent placement in Google?
0: Uh, it can work the other way. And it usually does. Do? Oh, okay. Well, okay. So page speeds, bad players on that domain, dead shows, dead content, bad links. Right. Yeah. It it, 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 it can work against you.
1: Well, it depends on how good that page is, right?
0: Well, it depends on how good that company is, in cleaning up the trash. Right. And, right. and, and suppressing those cause you you know, It's, it's, uh, if, when you are in control of, I, I, okay, I'm just going to tell you that I don't want to have my show to be indexed on some third party website that I can't control. Well, yeah, that's true.
1: I'm just throwing it out there that, that I think that as you look at how Google looks at it, they look at the, at the significance of a domain, right? Um and what kind of traffic is going on related to that domain name, right? And it may actually get you to show up higher in the search results. Well, for your own but, website, it will. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're driving, um I mean if you're building up your own domain name to have a presence. Right. Um, that's that's probably a, a better long term strategy. You're right. But how Google looks at it is they look at the 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 links that are related to a domain. And the only reason I say this is that you know I saw this uh, at at Spreaker too. I saw that oftentimes when you do a search for a show, those platforms, you know, Apple, Google, you know, all the way down the line, those would show up higher on the on the search results because those are bigger
3: domains, right? Well, I think that's okay.
1: Yeah,
3: it's just yeah, but
1: how it works, but. But yeah, I mean, if you can drive people to your own property, that's right. always better, right?
0: Yeah, because you know you're 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 just trying to to drive them towards the to the podcast. You know, you want them, but you know, it all depends on your strategy. If you're a business owner, right, you want them coming in and entering your business funnel where you can get a capture a email address or right, exactly something to that effect, and. Yep. um so let me do yep. a search here, and this is just for my personal show. Uh, wrong button. So what do I have? I've, my site comes up. My, if I type in Geek News Central podcast, my my site comes up first, then Apple, mm-hmm. then Google Podcasts, then YouTube, yep. and then Spotify and Stitcher and Listen Notes and Twitter. So you know, I feel pretty good about that result.
1: No, that's great. So but you've worked pretty hard to build that domain name up with links to videos and links to
0: So if we do the new the media show. And, right. So it's
1: new media show comes up first.
0: Google Does second. It? Stitcher. Okay. Apple. iHeart. Podfantic. I don't even know who that is. Twitter. Your Twitter account. Player.fm. Right. Social Media Examiner. Facebook. And then that's it. So let me just change the search result a little bit. So if I just do "new media show" without the word "podcast," then it's then I get better results for the new media show. Google, I get Apple, Stitcher, Facebook, and then something. Oh, we didn't apparently did an interview. Maybe not. uh, This is someone else's show. Um, so, you know, we control above the fold. I think that's, you know, the key there. So, you know, I, I don't know, I guess, you know, in, in this instance, that uh customer did not want com to be the first search result. She wanted her show on Buzzsprout to be the first search result. And,
1: um, well, it's easier. That's for sure. I mean, if they don't have a good website, it's probably easier and but, and Todd it gets back to the the technical abilities of some of these podcasters too do they want to do they have the desire to build out their own website and all that functionality too? Well, it's not hard, you know no, I know I know it's not, but it's I mean I see it in my interactions with podcasters out there today too is that you know it's it's a big hurdle for them to jump. To build out a website on WordPress. It's it's a pretty confusing platform sometimes to, to well, work with. And well, if you get some help, that would be fantastic. I will with,
0: disagree with millions of people using WordPress. It's not that hard. And, um, yeah. and you no, know, I think it, it, and, yeah. and and I think if you also you know, we also under I, you know, I'm very cognizant that some folks don't care. They just want something.com forward slash a landing page. Right. They, they want a Twitter page, Instagram page. They don't care. They don't want to right. build, you know, until later, you know, often they right. wake up later and figure out they need to build a brand.
3: Right. But, right. you know, that's th-
0: true. they often will just need a landing page. So, you know, we recognize that. Right. And, um, you know, and support right. the customers that want to do that as well. And you guys do too. So it's, you know, sure. it's just sure. a matter of, you know, some do, some don't. And you just have to be able to make sure you make both happy.
1: Yeah and I think that you know that's part of our the bigger trend in the industry too and you look at what's happening with you know still happening with Anchor you know they're they're picking up a lot of new shows they may not be picking up much audience
0: well the problem um, is is they well not the problem it's just they they have the same it's, it's nothing's changed over there they yeah they're getting a lot of new shows but those shows are dying their number of active right. shows are not increasing right Right. It's just, you know, they're getting a lot in the door and a lot dumping are, off or
2: you know. falling off.
0: Right. Yeah. And it's, and it's not increasing that, you know, they're not, it's not like they're gaining a thousand and right. their numbers right. go up 300. No, they're, it's just about, you know, just about in the middle.
1: I mean, it does kind of beg a question though, as you think about how anchor is such a big funnel for, for new t- tire kicker type podcasters. Um, is that helping the space or is it hurting the space that people come into that platform and then get, uh, disappointed or something and they stop producing shows or those folks that, um, sometimes, you know, maybe podcasting wasn't for them and it was a place for them to, to find out, you know, I don't, let's, let's, I don't know, we, we, you know, we can also go
0: back and look at our own numbers. Right, you know, right. I know how many customers don't make it to episode one or two. Right, you know, and we, we, if we
1: could compare that between the two platforms, is is making that platform so easy to create a podcast, um, encouraging people to produce a podcast that maybe sh- aren't aren't uh, serious enough about it.
0: I don't, you know. Well, I think when you're taking, I think the main difference between, let's say, Anchor and anybody else. And then just as my speculations, my hypothesis is it's just easy. So people just say, let's try this.
1: Yeah, they do it on their phone. They don't have to buy any equipment. They've, you know, it couldn't be any easier. And and because
0: of that, then you're going to have this much, much higher failure rate. And what we see is when people come into, let's just say anyone else, you know, they're they're doing a a few more uh, defining steps to get up, get running. And, um, and oftentimes they're backing their decision with a credit card too. So when people are, I right. have, about have it. committed some money towards doing something, you know, I had someone just the other day said, I, you know, I've been planning for six months. I'm glad I didn't buy my account yet because I would just be spending money for nothing. I said, well, I said, you you know, when you're when you're ready, then you know start and put your credit card down and get going. You don't need to be, you know, burning cash by not, you know, having an account because you're not putting an episode together. I said, you know, well, we we don't, you know, for us it's like we we when you get started, we want you to get started.
1: Yeah, so and that's oftentimes why we use these these promo codes that give people a month or two to get started because sometimes that's that's an issue is that they they want to get a podcast going and they're all excited and they want to go in and sign up. But yet, you know, it takes them a few weeks to get it all pulled together, get the equipment, get the concept and start producing episodes. And it can, you know, and give them a little bit of time to do that is, is helpful.
0: So, you know, the, the churn rate is still, no matter how we look at it still, I think probably just as high as anywhere else. You know, I, I think still that, And I haven't looked at it in five or six months, but you know, I I've always contended that, you know, until they hit episode six or seven, that that episode is you know, that that is suspect whether that show will make it. You know, if it's gonna make it beyond seven or ten. And I think that's one of the reasons why iHeart's a little bit slower in improving shows too. They I think, you know, I've been telling podcasters, hey, wait to get three, four, five under your belt before you submit over there. Um, because otherwise they might they're just going to kind of sit on you because they're recognizing people are not making it either.
1: Right. Right. And they don't want to clutter their catalog with a bunch of shows that doesn't have any episodes in it. And, and Pandora yeah. even more so.
0: <clears throat> oh yeah. yeah. You know, you don't want to,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: you don't want to submit to Pandora on episode one. You better, you know, wait to get to 10 and submit to Pandora, you right. know? So, but in people don't want to hear that. And they go at, and they, they, submit an episode one and then they're, you know, emailing like, why isn't I'm, why am I not getting approved to be on Pandora? Right. And it's like, well, you you need a few more episodes under your belt before they'll probably look at you to approve you.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and Pandora needs to be clear of what their requirements are
3: too. So, yeah. Yep. So
1: Todd, I was hearing some rumors around Podcorn. I don't know if you heard stuff bouncing around the space this past week
2: or what if was, you even want
1: to talk about it. What was the rumors? That their, their tracking is, it is inflated on numbers. Oh,
0: so yeah. Well, there's another service out there that launched that is supposedly tracking. What was the name of it? Let me find it.
3: I'm keeping a list here of, uh, uh, let's see here if I can find it um, hmm. oh it's called um oh no, it's not them
0: where is it oh, it's reports by antenna um reports <laughs> antenna track your podcast subscriber counts and um I haven't used it, but from those that I have heard that have used it are saying that the uh, subscriber numbers are higher. So let's see what we can do here. Let's go to new media. It's going to make me probably create an account. I don't want to create an account. Let's do new media show. So what's
1: the what's the domain name for that?
0: Uh, new media show. No, no, the, the, the site that you're it's on. It's at use. Antenna.io. Uh, use. It's all one word, use A-N-T-E-N-N-A dot I-O. And according to this system, which I have, and I'm surprised they're using the uh, this logo. It looks like they're going to get in trouble with AWS on that. But they, according to them, they say that new media show has 117 subscribers. <laughs> oh, how wrong they are. Um, Castbox 46. How, and the, and the question is, how are they getting this? This information?
3: There,
1: there is no way they can get this information that's accurate. Well. Really? Okay. So how are they getting
3: this information? I don't know a good question. It is a good question. How many people are subscribing
0: to your podcast?
3: Yeah.
0: Let's go and look at uh, one more. Do they say anywhere? No, they
3: don't. Hmm. So Let's search for Geek News Central. and Let's see how many are subscribing to that.
0: Oh, this is funny. The podcast app. A total of 261 people subscribe to Geek News Central. <laughs> uh, I don't have to worry about that. I don't I don't want definitely we don't have to worry about that as a reporting system, but the question is where <laughs> where did they well, come how, up with this? Oh yeah, well how?
3: Right? How? Yeah. Because mm-hmm.
0: they definitely are are not telling us how, you know, and as far as I know, people aren't giving those types of reports out to anybody. And if they are, uh, podcasters want that data themselves versus oh yeah, public.
1: Um, so and, yeah, cause I just did a search for speaker live show. That's my old podcast. that yeah. I used to do, and it's got 71 subscribers. <laughs> And uh, and the the number one platform um, for listening for that is Castbox.
0: Yeah, which seems odd. Yeah, so they're getting someday. It's, it's the podcast app. Who who is the podcast app? I don't even know who that is. I'm, not I'm trying to load the I'm trying to load the web page. Oh, is it going to load the
3: podcast app?
1: It's the number 1 podcast app in the App Store. Huh? It doesn't say which App Store, but it's well, here it is. The number yeah. 1 podcast app in the App Store. And I be, it, on, be that's honest That's all App Store's Todd. It's number 1.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I've never heard of this one.
1: I
3: know.
0: I haven't either. I mean it looks clean.
3: Looks
1: fine.
0: Okay.
3: Well, cool. It's got a it's got a web-based directory. It's at podcast.app. Yeah, it's at
0: at podcast. And they scored a good domain name for that. My goodness. Yeah, that is a good one. So I missed that one. Crap.
1: (laughs) Joe Rogan's number one. It's got 188,000 listeners.
0: Okay. Well, somehow, and I don't know who these folks are. They're getting this information. And there's been a little discussion about it, of course. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you have a question? Ask us directly at support at useantenna.io. So, but but podcast hmm, interesting. And it was featured on Product Hunt, whatever Product Hunt is.
1: That's a that's a a new, or it's a platform that promotes um, new
3: technology app platforms.
0: So, oh, so anyway, that's where we're at on that, but okay, so a little discussion there too, but yeah, bad news if the uh podcorn folks are having inflated in numbers um aren't they yeah. a sponsorship platform yeah, correct, and uh, who's and they're using their own stats uh yeah
2: <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> I, yeah, so I I don't really know much about it. I'm assuming that it's, it's one of those redirect platforms. Uh, yeah, maybe they are. I think
0: they asked us to implement the redirect.
1: Right. And they just may not have it dialed in on the, on the metric side. Well, very well. Right.
0: um, Are you surprised? (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, let's just be, you know, be frank. It's, If they've just come
3: online and they don't have all the, yeah, it's it's not that easy. No, it's not easy.
1: Right. And I, and I hate to bash them about it, but the problem is, is that if you're a podcaster and you get hooked up with that, you kind of get yourself into some issues. If you're selling sponsorships.
0: Anybody using Podcorn, I would love to see your A B comparisons between their numbers and your your hosted numbers at Blueberry. All right. So if you're if you're hosting with blueberry.com and you're using Podcorn for stats, I'd love to see A B shots. Just send me a screenshot of one episode. And uh, you know, wait like seventy two hours after the show's been released and then send a, sc- a screenshot of the blueberry episode stats and the and the podcorn and mm-hmm. uh again wait about 72 to 96 hours before you send it i'd love to see those those deltas
1: right so and, i guess uh i was seeing that uh, apple currently has 873,466 shows in their directory mm-hmm. as of
0: early february well, someone was saying that they had just they were real close to going over And I think Listen Notes was saying that they were very close to going over. Over what? Over the 900,000 level. Oh, over the 900,000 level. Yeah. So I'll tell you where we're at. And sign in. We do have some dupes. So, you know, I will just say that up front. Uh, Our total is $953,845. As, as of right now. Ooh. But again, so, we have some, we have some shows that have some dupes. So let's take, take twenty thirty thousand 30,000 out for dupes. And it's probably like nine twenty or something like that. Hmm. So I went to,
1: um, Daniel's page, my podcast reviews.com. Yeah. What's he sitting at? He's, he's showing that there's, uh, eight, 180,257 podcasts as of right now.
0: Well, that's probably pretty, you know, he's been pretty good on getting the Apple podcast numbers. So, you know, we pull from other sources as well. So I, you know, that I would, I would probably be, uh, uh, you know, for Apple podcasts, at least I think I would be more inclined to think his number pretty close, but mm-hmm. listen notes was thinking they were going over 900,000. But you know, here's the thing that Apple's also doing is that they're removing shows. Um, they've really moved 100. According to Daniel, they've removed 126,000 shows in the last 90 days. So, wow! So they're removing shows um, hmm. at a faster clip than they're adding. Well, no, that's no. that's the key. They're they're making okay. sure the number okay. increases, and they're not taking um, they're not right. removing as many as it's not good from a stockholder standpoint to make it look like you are
3: yeah right going backwards yeah agreed okay and, so
1: looks like um friday they removed um
0: 400
1: what 444 shows yeah yeah
0: so this is pretty good it's at com. just click on the my uh, podcast industry analytics He's got a great, you know, this is a running total. I think he's running these numbers every day.
1: Yeah. Well, so, I think this is live, I think, but I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. But, you know, here's some interesting podcasts by the latest episode age five plus years. There's about 97,000 shows that are five plus years, but yet four to five years, 22,000, three to four years, 36,000. So there's a lot of shows that are
3: old that are doing well. Right.
0: But you got 160,000 shows that have produced an episode in the last seven days. And you expand that out eight to 30 days is a hundred thousand. I don't know if those like, obviously that would be a separate number, but
3: yeah. Hmm.
1: That's an interesting thing. And then um,
0: active versus inactive.
1: by by available episodes. Oh,
0: actually, I was reading this wrong. So five plus years since they had a new update. So let's look at this. 97,000, 22,000, that takes us to 110. Another 40,000, three to four years. So that's uh, 150, uh, two to three years. Let's take that to 200, uh, one to two years. So 312,000 shows that haven't produced an episode in more than a year. Yeah. And then if we look at this. It's about a third, right? That's right. About a third. Yeah. And then if you look at this, then it's 179,000 that it produced one in the last 91 to 365 days. So, interesting.
3: So well,
1: that's, yeah. So it, that tells me that the medium is, is growing a lot faster now.
3: Potentially, right. yes. Yeah. And then you've got.
0: Active versus inactive by available episode, right? So you've got one episode mm-hmm. in one hundred and fifty thousand, hundred thousand shows that hundred thousand that did haven't produced more than one episode, and then you got it. Then you have two to three episodes. You've got another ninety thousand that have only produced two or three episodes, four to nine. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, there's a huge wasteland here again, four to nine shows, 120,000. So. Yeah. Yep. And then
1: 10 or more. Oh, that's when, when the numbers jump way up.
0: Uh, But you also look at active, the active ones are 239,000, 10 or more. Right. And then inactive 10 or more 185. So. Again, you you know, ten is the number, right? Yeah.
1: 10? That's 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 the break point, it looks like.
0: Yeah, and you know, I'd like to see seven as a number as well in there, but you know, I guess including that four to nine. Right. But we've always said, you know, shows make it past seven, they've got a pretty good op- you know, they've got a pretty good chance of surviving.
1: Well this this looks like it's, you know, ten or more. Right, yeah.
0: ten or more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Keep that in mind, but I don't recommend pre-producing 10 episodes for your show. Though No,
0: (laughs) no. I had someone, they called me a week ago, said, I've got 30 already recorded. I said, 30. (laughs) I'm like, "Uh, let's get a couple online for you. Oh, I'm not sure I'm ready. I'm like, you've got it. You've got half a year's worth of content already. Let's go.
1: Yeah. That (laughs) plus, plus. You know, what if you want to change what you're what you're doing? Well, he's got know. thirty to go, so we're you know thirty in the can, ready
0: to produce. So I'm like, right? Let's, let's,
1: you're kind of locked into your paradigm, yeah. aren't you?
0: And he wasn't, right. and of course. Then the conversation, I said, well, I said, well, I was told I had to put ten online the first day. I said, well, I said, uh, let, let's, you know, I'm going to split the difference with you. How about three? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you may or may not use that other, uh, yeah. Sub. Right,
0: And then I said, then uh, only three. I said, yeah, because, you know, you got to think about how people are seeing it come up in the app and get started and how fast right. they can consume your content. And you we went through that whole thing as like, oh, that expert opinion wasn't so good. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to talk bad about it, but you got 30. You're you're good. Let's let's go. <laughs> get those up, buddy. Right. And I said, well, just thinking about this way now, you start getting feedback and you can, you know, you can start scheduling, uh, you know, some more interviews and, but yeah. I was amazing at 30. And I was like,
1: Ooh. Yeah. And and six months from now you can start producing new episodes.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Chasing That's, that, chasing that ball. <laughs> right. You know? And, yeah. And I did tell him, I said, you can put out two a week, you know, let's see, maybe push the three a week, but let's, you know, start with two a week. After the first right. week and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then yeah. you may want to adjust later as you get these out.
1: No, Todd, just publish all thirty at the same time.
0: <laughs> well, that's why that's why he called me. He says, I
1: don't have enough storage to do all thirty at once. I'm like, thirty. <laughs> and have them all be on the same published date. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs>
2: I didn't even darn, ask him who he got darn that if advice from. Only the from.
1: podcast listening apps downloaded thirty episodes all <laughs> at once. Darn.
0: You know, I got problem. I'm I'm like eleven episodes behind on a couple of shows, right. and in in and the apps already trying to stop downloading because i'm behind right, right. right? and i'm like right. no i want yeah. these episodes give me the episode
1: <laughs> doggone i mean you. a lot of the more advanced platforms you can go in and set you know download all episodes right or download right. 10 or 12 or whatever yeah i've got i've got it said if i haven't listened
0: to the last five episodes stop downloading right. you know i don't want right. all that i don't need all that right. extra stuff and it's good for me to you know say oh i'm kind of miss some shows right. here i need to force this to download
1: Well, you know, Todd, this is an interesting conversation because, I mean, if you think about Spotify and you think about these newer platforms, they don't even have this paradigm of discussion, right? I mean, it's it's like, you know, people have consumed content like this for 15 or 14 or 13 years, right? Or 15 years, right? It gives you that flexibility to control how much of this content that you get or not. Um, You know, going in the click play experience is not necessarily a better way of doing it. I mean, I think... It's convenient, but not a better way.
0: Well, and, and you know, and I'm busy, so I have certain shows I want to listen to, and I, and, you know, and of course, it's my mom and I listen to one of the same shows. She's, Did you hear this? And I said, Mom, I'm like buy behind. Don't, don't, no spoilers, please. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, and it's also about it's also about engagement. It's also about commitment, right? Yeah. And 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 I think that's that that's a part of it that I think that these 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 folks that advocate streaming and advocate, you know. Not no no downloading and don't want to do subscriptions. Is that you're basically cutting yourself off at the knees? Is what you're doing by doing that because people people are less committed.
0: I got people in my office that don't download. I got and they only actively play.
1: Right. So, but are they as engaged in that show or committed to that show or? as those that have subscribed and download and control how I, many episodes think, come into their
2: I
0: think experience. they say they are but I also ask yeah. them how many episodes they're missing and yeah it becomes a little bit
1: more optional if you're not committed to the show right. right right anyway it's it's something for the industry to think about a little bit more as we move towards or move move away from subscriptions
2: so. uh, which
0: Actually, I had someone on the phone a couple of days ago. Says, "I don't want them. I want everyone to subscribe." You right. know, he was he was very adamant about it. I don't want to give them the ability to play on the website. I was like, "Well, <laughs> you know, kind of hold on here."
1: Yeah, right. You don't have to go down that. <laughs> you know, we don't have to yeah,
0: go that right. extreme. Right, right, know?
1: right.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. but exactly. anyway, we we've hit we've hit our mark here. We're we're over at this point.
3: We
1: are,
0: Todd. Yes, we are. That was good. It was a good show. Yeah, we've had a good audience today, too. I think we covered some good stuff. Yeah, we did. If you guys thought we would give you, uh, what was the name? How did I title this on YouTube today? I said, uh, oh, we did. We're doing podcast deconstruction today. If we did podcast deconstruction good and added value to your day, uh, definitely hit the donation link at podcast or at newmediashow.com. We would definitely appreciate your nickels and pennies or throw us a, you know, throw us a, uh, you know, throw us a dime or whatever. And uh, we definitely appreciate your support uh, for the show. But uh, Rob and I are off to Los Angeles and the next new media show. When What's the actual date and time we're going to be
1: live? I believe uh, it's going to be, let me look at the calendar here. I believe it's Saturday the 15th. And I think we're going to be live at one30 uh, one thirty p.m. um uh, pacific, pacific time. time
0: okay so right.
1: if, just remind
0: you on that and then we may only be on facebook we'll see how successful i am in uh, getting us in other places but plan on us only being on facebook for the show next week and of course we'll sign my class both on my profile and on the new media show profile i think i actually missed that today so crap i missed a step um but uh definitely uh watch us from Vegas. and uh, who are we gonna have I mean in Vegas, Los Angeles. Who are we having for guests?
1: Um a representative from uh podcastmusic.com. Okay. Douglas and a representative uh from Audioburst.
0: Oh awesome.
1: On the on on the program. I'm trying to pull up their two of their my burden. two fans, two big fans
0: of the show and a big fan right. of Audio Burst and what they're doing.
2: Right. So
1: right. very cool. So, So, yeah. So, so Todd, will we be on um, StreamYard? Is that the plan? I think we're going to use StreamYard.
0: I think that's the goal. So uh, see if we can get that upgrade, Rob. Yes. (laughs) All right, everyone. uh, You can find me, Todd, at Blueberry.com, at Geek News on Twitter. Rob?
1: You can find me on Twitter as well, at Rob Greenlee. That's with two E's. Um, and you can send me an email, Rob G at Lipson.com. If you want to reach out and talk a little podcasting, that'd be great.
0: And, uh, we want to thank you for your time. Send us your feedback and, uh, we'll see you live in Los Angeles. If, uh, all the button, hopefully man got my fingers crossed <laughs> and we'll, uh, see you from there. But, uh, thanks for being part of the, uh, the family here of, a uh, podcaster. So we'll see you next time, next week. Everyone
3: take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.